another day. Marty, what? Speak up, speak up, we're on live. We're live. Uh, no, we're not. Okay, well, I'm going live. Welcome. Right. <laughs> You're not, but I am. <laughs> Welcome to the Edge of the Headlights podcast. My name is Rob, and sitting across from me tonight, sporting a very, I'm jealous of, <laughs> Mothman t-shirt. How are we doing tonight, Marty? I'm okay. It sounds like thunderstorm to rumble. Yep. So we got so. right now as we're recording. There's a big old black yeah. thunderstorm rolling in. <laughs> so at some point you might hear the dog yell. Yeah. She's, she's pretty good about it anymore, but. But yeah, you might hear Marty yell because you get the hear. Yeah, right, right. You're gonna hear my daughter. Uh, <laughs> she's already freaking out. Really? Oh my god. You're fucking shitting me. No. I'm so, I'm sorry. I I'm not scared of thunderstorms. No. The wife, a couple, we had one a couple weeks ago, and she's like, it rolled through. Didn't you hear that at 4 a.m.? I'm like, no. no <laughs> I was dead uh, asleep. Right. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't typically wake up for him. Unless it's a really loud, nasty one, and it's like, oh, what the fuck was that? Oh, okay, yeah, it's yeah. a storm. And then I just roll over and go to sleep. <laughs> no, I, I, I remember back, and I've gone out, well, we've all done it, dancing in the rain and that stuff, but... Yeah, I don't do that anymore. I might take a hip out or something. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. No, so it's, uh, yeah, it's supposed to be rainy all off and on tomorrow all day and night. Oh, well. It's 4th of July. Yeah, it's so. going to be 4th of July. I'm okay Speaking with of, everything being rained out. Well, this weekend we went camping in right. South Shore at my brother's place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... I got a video. There's a video of me out there, but it looks like the video of it is me, and it looks like I'm a blob squatch, so it's terrible. I, won't, I, tried, I was going to load to Instagram. It wouldn't let me. But you know like how kids and water balloons go together? It's like trying to hurt cats, trying to make them do stuff. Well, they have this thing up there in South Shore where it's like all the kids get together and they have little games for the fireworks show that they had on Saturday. Yeah. And I know the everybody in that town. I know everybody. They all we all know each other. We all went to school. They're younger classmates right. or older, and they're like, "Well, they were kind of disorganized." They even told me, "Like, what are we doing? Well, we have eggs." I just, well, first of all, these eggs we had like they were see if you go back and forth tossing yeah, eggs. Egg toss, yeah, yeah. They were throwing. They were underhanding these eggs, and these kids were missing them, point blank missing them, and they would bounce three or four times and not break. Oh, I'm like, you're not. I told, I pulled it to other people off. I'm like. You're not supposed to freeze them before we do this, or hard boil them, or something. I was gonna say they hard boil. No, it's weird. Do. They got these eggs. They I don't know what's wrong with them, but you could take we the one the last one there. We were forty feet away from each other. We just underhanded it, and the guy missed it, and it bounced. What the fuck? I'm serious. Then we grabbed it, and we went to squeeze it like it should break easily. No, I couldn't even break it. This kid had to take it, smack it on the ground before it even broke. Wow. I'm like, what the hell? And I'm not weak because there's a guy bigger than me, right. and he tried to do that squeeze and crush the egg, and he couldn't either. How thick is that shell? Holy shit. I don't shit. know, but it was weird. By the way, back to the video, and they had these water balloons, and they're like, okay, well, you kids toss it back and forth. They did not seem interested in that at all. And I pulled the other adults, and I'm like, all right, give me about 20 feet. <laughs> I'm going to go out there and stand in front of them. Turn my back to them, and they could just pelt me with them. Kids and water balloons are just pure chaos. Right. That, that's what I did. Oh my god, I got beamed in the ear so bad by one of those kids. He's gonna be, he or she is gonna be a professional baseball player. 
Yikes. I mean, it rang. My, it rung my head. I'm like, whoa. Oh, no shit. Then I'm like, all right, they're done. And all of a sudden, my sister-in-law, who was a part of this, she threw the first one at me. And she looked at me. She looked at the kids. There's more water balloons in the cooler. Go get them. Have you ever seen kids, <laughs> like when kids want to do something, they just oh, go. Yeah. Go. Holy shit. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so I'm like running around in the infield of this baseball, dodging right. water balloons. I get oh beamed in this ear. First time, second time, come around, I get beamed in the other, so now I got a matching set. I'm like, ah. And eventually they just got down, they ran out of them. I'm like, everybody's like, you did that? I'm like, why not? It's more fun for the kids. Right. But uh, yeah, the video has me running around like a chicken with my head cut off, (laughs) dodging water balloons. Not very well, I should say. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, but. Yeah, that's pretty fun. Yeah, it was fun. So if you guys ever get to South Shore or come there, usually that weekend. Oh, the fourth or the day before. Right. They have a car show and boot fenders. Send you some pictures of some of the cars there I wouldn't yeah. mind getting. Yeah, that is pretty nice. Yeah, that nice MIB vibe coming off. Right. right. So. Yeah, that is pretty yeah. Well, tonight, folks, we're going to do some articles. And I thought, oh, we'll do some articles. I got, they're starting to stack up at my house. But I ended up going a different route. We're going to do articles, but there's actually... Uh, there's actually a show. There's actually something going on here that Marty doesn't know anything about. No, I don't. <laughs> so we're going to start off with my first news article, which is titled, Attention, folks. Mystery of Elephant's Testicles Could Hold Key to Fountain of Youth. Huh. That's 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 the article. Wow. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> Elephants. <laughs> Elephants have long intrigued scientists for the fact that they rarely get cancer, and a new study suggests this may be linked to their testicles. Unlike mm. humans and most other land animals, elephants' testicles do not descend outside the body. Instead, they remain up high inside, close to the kidneys. Keeping the testicles cool is essential for good fertility. High temperature can damage the sperm, suggesting significant adaptation in elephants. Given this, core temperature has been recorded in an upward of 40 Celsius in African savannah. In addition to being very hot, elephants are also very big, which should increase their risk of cancer. Body cells are constantly dividing, and with every division, there's a risk of mutation that could lead to cancer. The more cells, as in larger animals, the greater the risk. To combat mutations, the body has a specific gene, TP53, which produces protein P53. The main role of P53 is to identify and neutralize damaged DNA during cell division, helping combat the spread of mutations, earning it at the nickname the Guardian Genome. I want to know how somebody came up with this and said, hey, maybe bull elephants' testicles are the whole reason they live longer. Right. What the hell? What kind uh, of weird uh, anime geez. hentai shit yeah. were they watching? Uh. <laughs> Wow. That, them scientists are way out there sometimes. They're, they are studying some weird shit on occasion. How did how, kinda go, how, how uh, did how, where did where do you get the grant money for that? Uh, right. Well, I mean, like we've talked before, you can get grant money for pretty much anything, uh, which is just ridiculous. And sometimes it's it's a lot of money, like to just study stupid shit. Just really. Stupid what can we study, Marty? Right. <laughs> Come on. And, Trust me, that's a line of thought I've gone down a few times. Like, hmm, what, quote, scientific research could I get some money for? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Well, I nothing. 
Yeah, I got nothing either. We'll figure it out. We'll talk off air. Right. We'll, we'll, get get a, we'll get a grant rolling. We'll, and we'll get government money one way or We'll see how many people we can get to listen to our podcast and say, hey, we're going to do a grant. <laughs> oh, there went the thunder. Hold on, folks. Nice. Well, that was just the first thunder strike of the night. And right. It's kind of ironic because this next article has to do with demons. Mm. <laughs> Perfect. A South Dakota lawmaker calls Mount Rushmore a demonic portal for communism. What the fuck? <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh, my. A member of South Dakota's House of Representatives went on a podcast, not ours, not, not ours, not we would have told you dumb, uh, and claimed Mount Rushmore is a Freemason shrine and a portal for demonic entities to enter and spread communism throughout the country. I guess stop right here. How do we get these people elected? Dude, if he can get elected, we can get elected. Right. Holy Jesus. This is his uh, statement. What the Lord has revealed to me is that Mount Rushmore has a direct ley line to Washington, D.C. Joe Donnell, a Republican member of South Dakota House of Representatives, said in a May 31st episode of the Now is the Time podcast, in order to understand the spiritual realm of what we are facing, we have to realize that in the order for the enemy to do anything, it needs the agreement of human beings. In order to be empowered to do more damage, he needs the agreement of human beings Oftentimes, that comes in the form of an altar that acts as a portal for other demonic things. What we're really dealing with within the portal is communism. The witchcraft altar, those things that are happening in the Black Hills. What we're dealing with is communism. It's the ideology and all the demonic entities and the spirits behind that. Donald's remarks recently went viral after a clip from the podcast was shared by Twitter at Right Ring Watch. The video has over a half a million views as of Wednesday afternoon. Donald, who was elected to the South Dakota House in 2022, is also a member of the Sisseton Wapiton OE8 tribe. The land of Mount Rushmore was built on is considered sacred to Native Americans. The Mount Rushmore Native Memorial said to would not respond to Donald's. Let me read that again. The Mount Rushmore National Memorial said it would not respond to Donald's comments. The podcast titled State Representative Joe Donald from South Dakota Sharing Vital Information About Heaven's Opening was published to promote religious events called Open Heavens Let God Arise in Rapid City. Donald was listed as a guest speaker for the event. Mary Cruley, the host of Now is Time podcast, is also the organizer of the Open Heavens Conference. Cruelly's podcast covers theories concerning the deep state, COVID-19 vaccine, and former President Donald Trump indictment. How come uh, South Dakota, you ever notice that? We're, we're, whenever we make the news, it's for really dumb shit. Right, it, it really is. That is... Uh, I, don't, I don't know Jesus. where to go from that. And this is, no. a, this is a, I don't care if you're black, white, Hispanic, purple, green, red, blue. Right. How did you, what ticket did you go on, and what happened to you to, maybe there is something there. Maybe there's, maybe he was, maybe he can't come out and say it, but maybe he did see something there. Right. I I don't know. I just find it funny that you're using the the 50s playbook of, (laughs) of, you know, non-Christian evil entities being communists. And don't get me wrong, communism is a shitty form of, of government. It has never worked anywhere, really. It's yes, I know you're home, Marty. I just got your text message. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a, a link to uh, the, the portals of hell. I've, I've never equated uh, 
governing system with... What is wrong with uh, you, Marty? Come on. Yeah, just... It's just so out there. I, I mean, it just really is. And when I was sitting there, I was like, God, what district brought this guy in? And it's from right up the road from us. So. Yeah. No uh, way. Jesus. Yeah, Yeah, good way to represent South Dakota. Right. And, and, hey, listen to me and Marty. Math we're more normal for South Dakota, right. and we're weird. That guy's... Right, I would love to interview this guy, but I'm afraid he'd probably get our episode kicked off. It probably would. It <laughs> because probably would. we're little fish in a giant ocean right, right. now. But we'll, we'll go better yet. I have. I just I just go to our 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 past greatest hits recently of uh, <laughs> meth. We're on it and yeah. things like that. Uh, you're welcome. That's, yeah, we, that, we that, you that was a meme that will never die. God damn. Uh, thank so you, South Dakota. Right, Christy uh, Nome. Thank you. What the hell? <laughs> but we, we got, uh, it's okay because this guy is a preview to this guy. Oh my! You know, like how we like TikTokers and that. Sure. Well, there's a new TikTok time traveler coming out. Oh, another one? Yeah, from 2858. He warns of UFOs, deadly plane crash, and disappearing boats. A self-proclaimed time traveler from the year 2858 has gone viral on TikTok by warning of upcoming disasters. The anonymous user, anonymous user, known only as the darkness time travel, has attracted 60,000 followers by sharing supposed insight into past and future events. Uh Uh-huh. In their latest video, the user shared a list of events that will they say will occur between 23 and 24. Among the predictions was a deadly plane crash and the mysterious I can't talk. Yeah. Mysterious disappearance of boats. December 13th, a plane will crash in the western side of Wisconsin, and only half the passengers will survive. That's pretty vague. Let's be yeah. honest. I mean, not that there are thousands and thousands of plane crashes. Uh, but plane crashes do happen. Yep. Uh, especially in the middle of nowhere like Wisconsin. January 7, 2024. A UFO will be sighted outside of Jamaica. It will be the first of many to be seen in the area. The self-proclaimed time traveler continued. October 19th, a mysterious glowing cloud will cover the top of the Eiffel Tower for less than a minute. Eh. Eh. It's pollution. Sure. <laughs> Right now, if you go to uh, France, there's probably green cloud covering it right now right, from right. everything that's going on there. Oh, my God. Yeah, September 28, 2024. The Bermuda Triangle will cause many boats and planes to disappear. This mystery will, co- will occur over a week, causing thousands to disappear. March 21st, a strange underwater structure will be discovered off the coast of Brazil. Many strange fish we have never seen will gather in this area. That's it. That's all you got. The, the, the Bermuda Triangle will become a rhombus. <laughs> well, it is kind of weird. I think he's just touching on all the weird whales that have right. been sighted where they haven't been sighted for a couple of years. Yeah. So. It's all hey. right, Pancake. It's fine. So that's that's the predictions, everybody. Get your hats on. and. Nope. They, aren't we already past, like, half of the predictions that another time travel? Yeah. You got, all, you got all of them year. right. You got them uh, all right. I kept so. track of it. Not even close. <laughs> right. So far, right. they're shooting a thousand for being wrong. Well, here, here's the thing. This guy seems to go with mostly. Vague. Well, the first part of his are just really vague things. There'll be a plane crash by an airport. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Everybody has to have seen Ghostbusters too. That was our podcast. You had to right. see, he reminds me of that one guy. It's just like <laughs> that. 
was like, he's having an aneurysm. That's what I picture this guy doing on TikTok. And, and it's like his, his predictions just get progressively crazier because it's far enough out that most people aren't going to remember it. Yep. Uh, it. Very much like one of the other ones who was like, Real minor things, and the farther it went out, it was like oh, the more drastic envoy will drop, and so like, yeah, nobody's gonna remember that for me or for now, <laughs> you know. No, but I, I got I got this. <laughs> I got one last article here, then we'll get to the meat of the program. I found this just because I saw this article and I thought of you. It's in Ontario, right. Canada. I'll preface this that. Okay. Sketchy house with mysterious past discovered in woods filled with hundreds of toys. Oh. Fuck! I knew I forgot to bring something. God damn it, I got a present for you. <laughs> I'll, I'll get it next week. A man has discovered an abandoned home in the middle of nowhere filled with creepy baby dolls. Oh. Dave is a professional urban explorer and photographer who seeks out strange places and documents on the Freaktography YouTube channel. He recently traveled to Ontario, Canada, found a home deeper than the woods which contained vintage dolls as well as other children's toys that Dave estimated from the 1990s. Hmm. While exploring, David found many stuffed toys that had been ripped to shreds and scattered throughout the house, as well as finding many cabbage patch and Barbie dolls on the floor. In an interview on the Need to Know, Dave said the Isabel House is probably one of the strangest and most remote locations for a random house I've ever seen. In the video description, Dave wrote that many of the dolls inside the home seemed to be watching him with their unblinking eyes. And so the house had an eerie presence. Well, yeah, it's a house filled with fucking dolls, man. That's going to be creepy. It's things with faces. So. Mm-hmm. There is typically that feeling of it being watched by things that have eyes and faces. Uh, but yeah, no, I know how be, much you like dolls. That's why I get it right, for you. That would, that would be fucking unnerving. Even even sweet little cabbage patch all over a room. <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're less sweet. Hey, if he has point. one of the original cabbage patch dolls, I would have scrabbed that. So yeah, they're right, worth lots of right. money. Yeah, some of them uh, get a pretty good chunk. But they probably had their hair cut like oh, mohawks yeah. or some shit. Uh, I didn't watch weird, the video, man. That's really weird. Yeah, just like in the middle <laughs> of nowhere, just like nah, here's this house, There's a bunch of shit torn up all over it. Why? Why? Why is this here? Yeah. Well, tonight we're going to talk about solar eclipses. Oh, why? Because I have a fucked up theory that ah, makes you. sense. <laughs> well, first, okay, this year, 2023, we have an annular solar eclipse, October 14th of 2023. That's when it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And the total solar eclipse happens on April 8th of 2024. And Marty's looking at the picture. Do you need? Do you see where they all cross over? Yeah. Where do you think that's at? Well, since I can't read shit. <laughs> That's how the hell are we supposed to do an episode if you can't read? It, right. Basically, they cross over in Texas. Yeah, but it's Texas. It's because re- I digged a little bit and it's like, oh, it's going to go over San Antonio. But I think it's going to be closer to Somerset, Texas. Mm-hmm. Now, you've heard the name Somerset before, haven't you? Yeah. Where do you, where do you, where do you know that name from? Uh, I'm trying to think of what the hell I heard it from. Hellier. Hellier? From t- from the from uh, Hellier series, Somerset, Kentucky. Oh, okay, okay. That's where it's from. Actually, it's not from there. <laughs> Somerset, okay, in the United States of America. If you type in cities with the name Somerset, there's 23 of them. Okay. But there's three that are really interesting. Hmm. 
We're going to start off with Somerset, Pennsylvania. Who was This town was founded by Harmon, or Herman Husband. Uh, he lived from December 3rd, 1924, died June 19th, 1795. Was an American farmer, pamphleteer, author, and preacher. He is best known as the leader of the Regulator Movement, a populist rebellion in the, North, in the province of North Carolina in the years leading up to the American Revolutionary War. From there, he moved to Silver City. He was living in Silver Siler City, North Carolina, and later moved to Sandy Creek, which is now Rudolph County in 1750. Husband established himself as a farmer and religious leader. He was later asked to lead the Quakers' meeting. He did so, but continued to follow many of their tenets, including strict pacifism. Philosophy, he was drawn to the wisdom of Ben Franklin. Husband and Franklin kept up a correspondence through John Wilcock. Uh, I'm going to throw a lot of information on everybody, but, okay. Remember that name, Ben Franklin. Okay, now, the next Somerset, we go from PA to Somerset, Kentucky. Okay. Which is located in Pulaski County, made famous by the Hellier TV series with some mentions of, there is some mentions of Aleister Crowley, but I couldn't find anything that I searched of saying he had actually visited the town. Right. And the really interesting fact about Somerset, Kentucky do you know who settled it? Hmm. People from Somerset, Pennsylvania. Really? Yeah. And the county is named after also a very interesting person that has connection to Bren Franklin also. It's in the county of Pulaski. The funny thing is, the county is named after... Hang on. Look if I may, don't tell me I forgot that. No, they did. Okay. Yep, hold on, folks. i got to see if I can find my notes. Sorry. I am really disorganized tonight, folks. Sorry about that. Okay, Pulaski County, Uh, Kentucky, is named after Count Casimir Pulaski, who was actually, he he was a general with George Washington. He was a Polish guy. But a dashing Polish Polish cavalry officer reported to Washington bodyguard that they are in danger of being surrounded. Washington ordered Casimir Pulaski to gather as many men as he could. Count Pulaski discovered an escape route past the British advance, then wheels and charged enemy lines. The Redcoats were astounded to be attacked by what they thought was a fleeing rabble. Washington escapes. So Pulaski is revealed as a father of the American cavalry. He's basically came over from Poland, said, hey, we're going to do this with horses, get more shit done. But everybody thinks of Count Casimir Pulaski as a man. Uh, it was actually a woman. Really? Yeah, there's some debate. Uh, there's this Arizona State University professor said they un- they uncovered a 200-year-old mystery from the American Revolution. And this whole thing goes into, basically, this, this professor took out these bones of this uh, Pulaski, measured them, and point blank said, this is a woman. Because men have different measurements yeah. than women. But any painting you see of this person, it has a mustache. This person has a mustache, and all this is portrayed as a man. And the more you dig into it, you find out that the family didn't know what this person was. They could, at birth, they could not determine if it was a man or a woman. They don't go into details. It just right. leads you to like there was something else going on there that they couldn't figure it out. Huh. So that's, yeah, it's a whole big thing because right now with their world, they're like, this came out, this came out in 
2014 is when this professor found this out. Right. And he was like laughed off. He's like, oh, that's wrong. It's a man. And then these other people came and looked at him like, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, there are certain things that, that just measurement-wise are predictors for male or female skeletal structure. Yeah. Uh, it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty fucking wild. Oh, it gets I was going to say, like, like a- adding in that they weren't sure from the get-go, where it's like, oh, are we being Mulan? Uh, it's like, <laughs> man, I'm going to... I'm guessing they... I'm going to show these guys how this is fucking done, man. All right, now he we... Puts, puts fake mustache on, and it's like, yeah, let's go. Well, there's reports of him, too. From they, they, they looked up this guy, this person. They say it was a guy, so I'm just going right. to call it a guy. Not yet. Whatever, it's a guy. But this count, they're like, yeah, he acted manly and all that. But there's mention that his family did not know if it was a boy or a girl when it was right. born. So that's implying something was wrong with his plumbing. Right. That person's right. plumbing downstairs. Maybe he had both sets. It, right. It could possibly be that. Huh. So. That is interesting. Yes, it is. But you know what's more interesting? Somerset, Texas. Okay. In the county of Bexar. Which was settled by... Who, who settled Somerset, Texas? I don't know. A people from Somerset, Kentucky. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell? And if you look at a map, if you look at... If you go from Pennsylvania to Kentucky to Somerset... Right. It's almost a straight line. Really? And that straight line... Well, the uh, huh. solar eclipse kind of curves. And it follows that, but over Somerset. Oh yeah. So why is why do I think Somerset is so important? Well, you have from Pennsylvania. Oh, let's go to Kentucky. They make another town. Oh, let's go to Texas. They make another town. All the same name. Right. Usually towns are named after something in the area. Typically, or especially early on from the old world, where it would get moved over. Yep. Uh, Huh. See. I'm thinking that this dual eclipse that's going to happen in within a year of time. Yeah. I think there's going to be some really screwed up stuff coming out of Texas, especially San Antonio. Because interestingly enough, just recently on Tubi, I watched a thing called the Dogman Triangle. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched that, and that one of the points of the triangle is San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah. I'm losing my place here. So, okay, there we go. So, I'm thinking the elite are going to pull off some occult ritual there. That's just me. Because of several interesting things. Okay. What was my phone? Hang on, folks. God dang it. It was just Instagram, Texas. Okay. Bexar County in Texas. What do you think it's named after? I have no idea. (laughs) Bexar is Spanish for bees. Oh, okay, yep, yep, yep. And if you look in the occult world, bees are the things for knowledge and all right. that. They're they're very they're like you have bees, you have knowledge. So, how do you think the elites will get there? Because I think the elites will show up. Hmm. And San Antonio has a pretty interesting history itself. I'm gonna read some of it here once I find it. Okay. Yep, that's it. I'm really organized. Folks just have to deal with it. <laughs> Bear with it. Get, get a, quit looking at my notes. I can't read that far away. We know you can't read. Uh, That's why I'm doing all this work on right. the episode, being totally chaotic. Nothing's in order. So San Antonio, with the elite come in, they're, they can't do this out in public. Right. So you figure they're going to have to use the cave system. 
The closest caves to San Antonio's city center are the Robert Barron Caves, which only opens to the public every couple of years. The last time the cave opened to public was in 2019 and due to the coronavirus pandemic. There isn't an open house that has been currently planned since right. 2019. The cave is located at miles south of 410 Nacidosis Road in Alamo Heights. It is the state's lengthiest and second oldest with a storied history to match. Much mystery and lore surround the hidden gem. But what is known is that the massive cave with 5,340 feet of mapped passages served as a variety of purposes through the 20th century, such as a speakeasy, brothel, and various other things. See, the funny thing is with this, this is all underneath the Sporting District of San Antonio. Really? See, the Sporting District is not what you think it is. No. The Sporting District was a red light district in the U.S. city of San Antonio, Texas in the late 19th and early 20th century. It was established by the city council to manage prostitution in the city. For a time, it was one of the nation's largest vice districts with venues ranging from brothels to gambling. The district contained approximately 10 block, city blocks. Its boundary was described as follows in the tourist guide. You can actually buy a tourist when back in the day, 25 cents, it would give you a blue book and say, hey, this is what's all listed here, this is what here, and this is where the outline of it. Right. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's like Escape from New York. Right, yeah, yeah. This, right. all, this is your areas. South of the south on South Santa Rosa Street for three blocks, beginning on Dolorosa Street, thence from 100 blocks to the end of 500 block on Matamorosa Street, Thence from the 200 blocks to the 500 blocks of Sots Control Street, and lastly the 100 block at Monterey Street. This is a boundary within which the women are compelled to live according to the law. Hmm. I don't understand that part. The established this sporting district was established in 1889 by San Antonio. Oh, I already got that. Okay. The area became home to brothels, dance halls, saloons, cockpits, gambling parlors, and other illegal and other, or at least vice oriented business. I don't even want to know what a cockpit is. Chicken fighting. Okay, just checking. I, yep. my, road, I went, my mind went straight to the gutter. Yeah, right, right. The area has also included many legitimate businesses, <laughs> including hotels and restaurants. Hmm. By early 20th century, the district had, had become so large that it not, well, not only was it the largest red light district in Texas, but it was one of the largest in the nation, third in the world by some accounts. Oh, Jesus. Brothels were required to pay 500 annuals annually in licensing fees. In 1911, businesses in the area provided the city with approximately 50,000, 157 million in today's dollars yeah. annually in licensing fees. The most successful brothel boasted an enemy such as ballrooms, orchestras. Because of the area size, a blue book was published by, as a tourist guide for visitors. The 1911 to 1912 edition listed 106 vice establishment venues, as well as many other businesses. In contrast to the relative Rosh's, Rosh's, yeah, whatever, red light district in other parts of the county, San Antonio was known for being relatively subdued and civilized. Despite its fame and economic significance, however, very little was recorded about the district because neither city official nor journalists were typically willing to acknowledge knowing that about the illegal activities. Right. But see, there I will say that there is some merit to legalizing some of these things because here they are. They, they know it's there. It's still illegal. 
but to some extent they regulated it and people weren't crazy and didn't get fucking really awful like other places where it just tends to be just kind of lawless uh, shithole area that's interesting oh yeah that is really interesting so why do I think the elites are going to go there but my question is how would they get there how would they get there unnoticed? Like if you had high power politicians, well, they could lack, land at Lackland Air Force Base. Politicians go in there, are there all the damn time. Right. And also, how would you? Okay, you're there, and if you look where this cave robber entrance is, it's in the middle of a fucking suburb. So get a park, right. and there's like a thing there that's all boarded off with big one by eights or whatever, big boards like railroad ties. So they can't go that way. So I got digging. And there's been a boring project going on in San Antonio since 1993. Hmm. Then, and Elon Musk took over in 2022. Since 1993, they've been boring tunnels all underneath San Antonio right. for new for new sewer lines. Right. They have yet to come up and working. Hmm. It's a long time. Yeah. That's a long time. But if you look at it, now you got to go back to Ben Franklin. What is Ben Franklin famous for? Being my great, 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 great uncle. Uh, You're I'm high as fuck. No, he is, actually. What? Yeah. I'm, I'm done, folks. You can't be with this. Yep. <laughs> yep. No, you're fucking shitting me. No. That explains a lot about yeah. you now. Yeah, no. Uh... <laughs> I'm in the presence of past, future, interesting. No, but Ben Franklin is most known for, well, two things. One, 200 skeletons found in his house recently uh, yeah, in the yeah. last six months. And Poor Richard's Almanac. Oh, yeah. Poor Richard's Almanac tells you about when the eclipses are going to happen. Right. So he had probably already knew this eclipse was going to happen because it, it's a it's secular. Sorry for all you people out there that believe the earth is flat. Uh, it's not. But, right. I, yeah. But I'm just saying, you. Uh, 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 but this is where that comes from because... Eclipses come in cycles. They can yeah. picture them. They've been knowing enough for now. They know when they're going to show up now and where they're going to be. So I think I'm going to say so a lot here. So in 2024 is when it's going to happen. Right. The last one. The first one is it hasn't even happened yet in October. And that will come from the west and cross over and go to the Gulf of Mexico. The one on the east, going from the east, cross over Texas again and go out to the Pacific Ocean. So, if you look at it, solar eclipses are very powerful for a cult. Yeah. Where the hell? I keep losing my damn notes, and I'm really getting pissed off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been losing shit all day. Yeah. By the way, occults are... I'll go off memory here. Occults, like, civilize power, and they're really powerful for working magic in that. Right. <coughs> Which, the elite believe in. Don't let me... I may, Some people would tell me wrong, but the elite believe in there is, well, there is magic out there. It's this power of, what's that, where you put it in, uh, manifestation. Yeah, yeah. So what's going to happen is, at the end of April, April is known in the occult world as a time of blood and sacrifice. April is a vicious month. And some of the things that have happened in April, just to put it in context, uh, April 19th, 1993, the Waco Massacre, an FBI assault led to burning down the compound of, second, uh, of a sect named Branch Davidians killing 76 women and children. April 19th, 1995, the Oklahoma City City bombing. 168 people killed. April 20th, 1999, 
Columbine High School Massacre, 13 people murdered, 21 injured. <coughs> Excuse me. April 16, 2007, Virginia Tech Massacre, 32 killed, 17 injured. Uh, April 20th, 2010, Deepwater Horizon Explosion, BP Oil Rig, 11 killed, massive contamination ensued. April 16, 2023, Mo Boston Marathon Explosion, 3 killed, 107 injured. April 18, 2013, Fertilizer Plant Explosion, Texas, five, 5 to 15 people were killed. So, another interesting thing, two of them names in there are in the path of this uh, eclipse. Right. Waco, Texas, and West Texas. Yep. They're right in line. Hmm. So, everybody get ready for some really screwed up shit, because I can see people going down there, the elite saying, hey, we need to do this underground. We're going to do what I want. They're going to want. And it's like, this, this, I'm going to say it's they're doing it for more power. And right. that's what's going to happen, because you'll probably notice an uptick and weird shit start happening. By April of 2024. Right, right. Ugh. Yeah, see, I, now, now I'm trying to think of the logistics of actually getting in down there. Because you got to make sure that you're getting into the city itself without people noticing that you got there. Yeah. Um, That's why I have the boring tunnels that have not been completed yet. Right. That's easy access. But you, you still have to have nobody see them come into an airport. Cause if anybody catches that at all, it'll be all over saying, oh, yeah, they're down here. Why are they down here for this? Uh, but I'm sure they've got shit in place for that. Uh, I don't uh, I don't know, man. There, there's already a lot of weird shit going on. Uh, and no, it's out of uptick. Up. It's, it's building It's out of uptick, right. uptick, uptick. Like I said, even, even things with the, the orcas recently. I mean, just weird shit all over. And it's not like, oh, they made a bad bill. No, like, natural weird shit is upticking bizarrely. The whole world, if you look at nature, seems to be out of alignment with right. where it's normally supposed to be. Because they're finding false killer whales in places they're not supposed to be, or right. have not ever been seen recorded before. And now, like, off the... In England, they're seeing killer whales, and like yep. we've never seen them here before, at least for about four years. Well, there's also been issues of sharks showing up in waters that typically they are not in. Yeah. Uh, it typically cold water sharks showing up in warmer waters, <laughs> and they're like, uh, "What are they doing?" It's not, and I, vice versa. Uh, warm water ones showing up North Atlantic, which typically they are not in. Uh, that is not their habitat. No, and there's been a lot of them. Like, animals uh, Animals are indicator species because you ever notice, like, right before an earthquake, All right. every, every few, like, California, there's been reported stories. I haven't seen it. Right. But earthquake coming, everybody's dog just gone for the hills. Yep. They're like, you're getting the hell out of here, and they head up, and they run away. Earthquake happens, they come back. Yeah, you see that a lot in the Pacific, too, Japan, some of those places. Their animals will start getting fidgety, trying to get out. Yep. Uh, and, yeah, within usually about 24 to 36 hours, there's an earthquake of some kind takes place. Because uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like, this is a buildup, I think. This occult thing, they're going to make it happen. And that because it's just perfect. How can you? How can you not? The last one comes over. Somerset, PA, Somerset, Kentucky, right. Somerset, Texas, all made by the same people. That's three lines, 
But I forgot to tell you this, and I kept it till the very end. There is such a place called Somerset, New Jersey. Yeah. Yep. You know what that's famous for? No. Uh, it's really famous. It's not called. It's Mark. It's a Marconi radio plant. Marconi, you know who he is? Right. The guy who created radio. Yep. But if you look at it, it is a direct line from Somerset, PA, Somerset, New Jersey, and the whole thing starts off in the UK. It's a straight line. Really? Yeah. So you go from Somerset, UK, Somerset, New Jersey, PA, then from PA, Kentucky, to Texas. Hmm. It all is a straight line. It makes like a whatever. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> now I'm starting to sound like that John Donald guy. I'm like, it's not about, but it's not communism. It's yeah, just right, about the one percent right. that are actually going to try and do what they need to. And they're using magic because right. Alistair Crawley's involved in this, and Somerset UK is highly charged oh, yeah, with yeah. paranormal stuff. They got the tour of Glastonbury, Gloston or Glastonbury. It's a big mound and all that. Yeah. The people out there, we you may not believe it, or our list some of our listeners. Or when I say when I say list you I mean by listeners someone may yeah. not believe that but the people in power do believe that this right. stuff works and for them it does right uh, there is a certain amount of power and belief I think as well out there yeah um, it'd be interesting to uh, find a map of ley lines to see if these also follow ley lines straight through there funny thing um, there's <laughs> I tried finding it and I there's other oh, all really hard to find. Yeah. A, it's like they got the one with all the circles and triangles. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. just what somebody... I want, like, from Ben Franklin's time because they knew about that stuff. Right. I want a book from, like, then. Right. Because I bet you there probably is ley lines going that route. Oh, yeah, I would imagine. But isn't it kind of ironic that Ben Franklin knew is a Richard Almanac, he was a Mason. Oh, so, yeah, he was very big in the Masons. Yeah, you always know that. He's your relative. Yeah. You weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying... It's funny that he had, he must have been pushing the guys from PA, Somerset, hey, why don't you go down to Kentucky, make right. one there? That they're having correspondence, he's like, hey, we need another one down in Texas. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, you, you've got these two talking frequently, as frequently as you do at that time period yeah. of letters back and forth. Uh, so, so yeah. So the, the letter wasn't one paragraph, it was probably several oh, pages. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, I imagine he was on board with whatever his plan was. Mm-hmm. I mean, he kind of looked up to him uh, in, in a way. Ah, that is interesting. Because I would like to know, in Somerset, Texas, how weird is it there? I bet you if you go, if you really dig in, like Somerset, Kentucky has gotten all the spotlight because of Hellier. We have yeah. the goblins, UFOs. Like there's one, I remember this one scene they're talking about. Yeah, we had a UFO hover over top of the town for 20 minutes. People got bored and just went about their day. Yeah. Then they have the goblins there. Then it, I bet in PA and Texas, I bet there's a lot of weird shit right. going on. Oh, yeah. I, but I did that search, nothing comes up. Really? It's all focused. If you type in Somerset, it instantly goes right. to Kentucky. Hmm. That's the first one that pops up. You have to know there's a Somerset, Texas, or a Somerset, Pennsylvania. Right. And then you start connecting the dots, and then it gets really fucking weird. Like cool. I said... I just have, well, I'm like looking at it and like, oh, Somerset, I just happened to catch it. And I was looking at that map and like, everybody said, oh, it's going to go over San Antonio. I'm like, I'm looking at Google Earth, I'm like, Somerset? Oh, God, it sounds familiar. And I start typing in, took me to Kentucky, I'm like, 
okay. <laughs> you just dig into it, and it's just like PA is connected to Somerset, Kentucky, which is connected to Somerset, Texas. It's just so fucking weird. Yeah, that's not a coincidence. No, that is man, programmed. That's... That is somebody doing right. wrong game. That's what the elites always talk about, generational. This yeah. is a generational yeah. thing. Wow. No, like I said, uh, uh, putting out lines, things like that makes sense. Like I said, he was heavy in the Masons. Um, I, I can see Crowley being tied into that because he did a, a lot of earth magic uh, writing uh, with ley lines, things like that. That was really kind of his... Uh, I don't remember the exact word for his... Uh, Earthomancy. That used, but, Earthomancy, uh, I think it was. But yeah, no, uh, interesting character. Yes. A really interesting character. He liked uh, everybody. Let's put it that way. It, right. It just animals. Oh yeah. Guys, yeah. girls. Uh, that, that is fucking weird. Because dude. I don't. It just it just started clicking, and I'm like, I got right. sucked down this rabbit hole. I don't know if it makes sense to the listeners because my notes seem fairly unorganized, <laughs> but it's all there. Right, that's the people that started off Somerset, PA, influenced by Ben Franklin. Ben Franklin said, "Hey, let's go to Kentucky." Kentucky is a giant shithole of paranormal activity. Right. Oh, let's go down to another one, make another one. Usually towns are named after either, like you said, like the founding fathers. Like it's like that's why I have like Harmonville or Harmon or yeah. whatever. But no, it's Somerset, Somerset, Somerset. Hmm. <clears throat> that is So I think he was looking forward to this event that's coming up right. in twenty twenty four. And yeah, like like you said, we we've said it before too. They they do generational games. Yep. Whereas we're looking at our only our lifetime, if that even. Uh, yeah, a lot of these the the powers that be behind the curtain of everything they they are literally looking at things hundreds of years out and and moving their pieces. It, like here that. If you don't look into that, it's just random. Because there's plenty of Somersets. There's Somerset, Wisconsin. There's, But, yeah, all three of these... In a row. Lining up to a... a the same path a, a fucking eclipse it run is going to be going down. Uh, all founded basically by the same people. Yep. Um, and actually, and it's like generational. The there, there's a yeah. perfect example of generational. All right, we got this town of Sandwich. Hey, you're my son. You got to go down there. Yep. You get this town of Sandwich. Hey, the son here's, of a son goes down. Here, here's, here's the uh, secrets you need to take with. Yep. Uh, here you go. That is really weird. Damn, that is fucked up, dude. <laughs> that is really fucked up. Hmm. But yeah, like I said, it, it's very... Uh, Coincidental, unless you start looking into the history and film. But it all could be horseshit too. Because, it could be because we work, we we play in a world of make 'em ups. But sometimes right. the make 'em up is actually real. <laughs> right. See, the, the, those are the uh, uh, targets we throw the darts at, and we're hoping we're right. Uh, enough pieces look like we hit the target. We don't know. Uh, we we hope, but we never really know. Sometimes until probably it's too late. Uh, but yeah, no, like just globally, there's just a lot of. There is more to it. We're gonna, there's some of my notes I am missing, so we're going to do like a little part two of this sometime later so I can get my notes better and organized. Mm, okay. Because there's actually a tie to 
several other countries too. Really? And the, if you look at coat of arms, which I'm a big believer in, that tells you what their family's like. When right. you see these coats of arms, it's going to be interesting. Hmm. <laughs> Especially the one from Madagascar. Hmm. That Ben Franklin was dealing with oh, yeah. at the time. Uh, should Madagascar even have a coat of arms? Yes, I do. Uh, well, I know they do, but you, it's like... You, once you see it, you're going to see the symbolism of it. Really? And it's kind of dark. Hmm. Well, Creepy. I'll tell you this right now. It has a giant's bullhead. Right. Seven sheaves of wheat. Hmm. <laughs> What's that remind you of? Hmm. We already talked about this before on a previous episode. Right. Interesting. Well, we'll just do it now. Screw it. Hang on. Hang on, folks. I'm going to pause this one last time. Sorry. I apologize deeply. All right. That's the last time we're pausing this episode, folks. All right. We're going back to Texas, Bexar County. Bexar County was created on December 20th, 1836, and encompassed almost the entire western portion of the Republic of Texas. This included the disputed area of eastern New Mexico, northward to Wyoming. After statehood, 128 counties were carved out of this area. That, the county was named for San Antonio de Bexar, one of the 23 Mexican municipalities of Texas at the time of its independence. San Antonio de Bexar, originally Villa de San Fernando de Bexar, was the first civil government established by the Spanish in the province of Texas. Specifically, the municipality was created in 1731 when 55 Canary Islanders settled near the missions, system of missions. <coughs> that had been established around the source of San Antonio River. The new settlement was named after the Presidio, San Antonio de Bazar. The Spanish military outposts, the product of the missions, the Presidio located at the San Pedro Springs, was founded in 1718. The name of Viceroy Balthazar Manuel de Suunga Yaguzma Santamore Santamarito, second son of Duke Bazar, a town in Spain. The modern city of San Antonio is the U.S. state of Texas, also derived from the name of San Antonio de Bar. Now, the funny thing is, the Spain connection, there's a Spain with Catholics, but the Canary thing is what, the Canary Islands, like, why would they put that in there? It's just really right. weird. Because, like, hey, 55 Canary Islanders settled near the system of missions, system of missions they had set up. But if you look at the coat of arms for the Canary Islands, what do you see? Uh, Come on, you old man. Put your glass eyeball back in. Their coat of arm is basically uh, red and blue stars, but on the side of it they have dogs. Right. And recently in the news, what's really big coming out of San Antonio? Dog man sightings. Yep. So that's mm. that's kind of a weak link there, but that's what I went with. Mm, it's interesting. But if then if you go to, where the heck was it? Uh, the other one in Kentucky they have a bunch of Madagascar settlements when they first start up and they're yeah I'm not shitting you hmm. the part of the original town was set up with like so many Madagascarians and their their um, symbol is a bull's head with seven sheaths over on top of it green and what's the big bull head wow. and it's like that symbolism of Moloch right so you have a lot of, mm. you have dogmen, it's already telling you, by the canary, by that singularity, hey, there's dogmen here. Then you have what's going to come is the really bad thing because April is known as the month of sacrifice and blood. Right. And you have Moloch coming in from the north down to them guys. And it's like, 
And we've already know the elite have already done this. Just look at it. When we talk about on Jeffrey Epstein Island, there's this guy, if he's wearing the bull's head, he can do whatever the hell he wants. Do right. not talk to him. Don't right. even look at him. And there's there's been plenty of cases to substantiate that. Yeah. So the bullheads is a big, big, like even when we did the Purple Rain, we talked about it. Yeah. Moloch is a big thing to these elites. Right. I am so much starting to sound like Alex Jones. I'm so scared of <laughs> myself. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus. But I'm just saying, uh, he does have some points in that. He, he does. But I'm just saying, this is what they believe in, and this is what right. they use for their power. And this is where Marty's talking about the power of belief. They believe if they do these horrible things, they will get good things. Right. It, it's no different. It's the antithesis of, of believing in prayer to help people. Yep. It's the same kind of concept. Uh, you're putting that energy combined uh, with feeling and emotion behind it. It does manifest. And I, I do believe that does happen. Yes, it does. And I think they believe that probably too. So Probably a lot more than us because they can get away right. with a lot more right. shit than we can. Perfect example, I don't care where my go with Hunter Biden. Right. Anybody else who would have pulled that dumb shit he did would already be have their asses in jail, oh, skin yeah. three ways to Sunday. Yeah. No, it's that shows you how much power these elite people have. Right. right. So that's my theory and what's gonna happen right before and during this eclipse. Hmm. Marty, now, it when down. does when does that one hit down there? Which one? The first one is October okay. of this year. And the last one will be April eighth of 2024. So that's your job. Interesting. we got to keep up. And it's election year also, too. Yeah. Very <laughs> interesting. Uh, God damn, dude. No, that is really... It, it's a lot of coincidences, I will say that, uh, if it's coincidence. You yeah. know what I mean? There, there's just a lot of it, pretty weird things to line up. Like I said, the the, 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 the town founding thing, that really fucks me up, dude. Like, that's just really, I, I'm sorry, it's just not accidental that they're like, ah, oh, we're going to come here and we're going to name it Somerset, because we loved our, our old home Somerset so much. No, I just don't buy it. That's weird. That's really, really and you wouldn't, weird. And you would never know that. No. Because everybody's like, Somerset, Kentucky, oh, it's happened there, but yeah, dig yeah. into it, it's like, oh, the founders came from Pennsylvania. Right. And they came here. And went, oh, wait. Then the founders from this town went to Texas. Right. It's, it is just, it is a bunch of coincidences that are really weird. And yeah. you can easily draw a line from a lot of places to get here. Uh, but I think something fucked up is going to happen. And yeah, it's, like I said, I, there, there's just things building right now all over. Uh Besides just natural things, just the kind of stuff that's been being put out into the public eye the last few years of crazier and crazier things. Mm -hmm. uh, UFO incidents, all this stuff is being thrown in our face for a reason. Um, yeah, things are just going really kind of crazy the last... Yep. Quite a few years. We'll talk. We'll talk more about the crazier stuff next week. Yeah, right. So, Just yeesh. We're gonna put this out. Today is July third. 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 Yep. Everybody have a good fourth. Don't blow off any fingers. Right, keep Don't your drink fingers. too much tears. And kids, if you're listening to this, I hope they're tiny kids because we swear a lot. Yeah. I think do. we got a couple of kids that listen to us. Make sure you let the adults that have been drinking all day set off the fireworks. Right. Right.
Jesus. You got anything else for these wonderful folks? Uh, no, I do not. Just have a good uh, day tomorrow. Yeah. Stay, stay hydrated. Beer, water, beer, water, whatever. Yeah, right, Drink right, water right. <laughs> or not, because most of us got to work the next day. Yeah. All right. Everybody have a good night. Cool. Bye. Bye.